Husker Out Loud is a weekly podcast about San Francisco real estate from the Jackson Fuller team, San Francisco realtors since 2002. Show notes with links are at jacksonfuller.com. In episode 41, we talked about condo conversion and living through a home remodel. In episode 42, we chatted about how they look at homes and working with the San Francisco Planning Department. What do our dear friends, Pete and Kevin, have in store for us in this final chat with them? Stay tuned in episode 43 of Talking with Our Dear Friends and Past Clients, Pete and Kevin. So how long did it take from beginning to the to site permit, roughly? How many months? Well, it was three, three, in, three years times 12. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, we, we moved in and started the design process, yeah. and that took quite a while. But we've been through this permitting process for over two years, yeah. two and a half. What did you think it was going to take? A year. We, we were actually, I mean, this is what's well, so funny is like when what we did bought I think the house. What was I told? Yeah, well, <laughs> when we bought the house, I mean, looking back, it's hysterical because we were actually debating whether or not we should move in or whether we should rent back our old place so that we could start the construction. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, we've been living in here three years now. <laughs> so, I mean, that got fixed relatively quickly, but the big so. issue was we didn't know about the variance. The house being yeah. in the back of the property triggers all kinds of... That's a whole other yeah. process in itself. Interesting. Yeah. And then you go through the regular permitting process. Yeah. Wow. Because your house really... Uh, it is uh, really far back. Yeah. yeah. There's no so, backyard. Because, I mean, as I recall, right? Essentially, it started as a little Victorian cottage at the mm-hmm. back of the lot that yeah. somebody expanded. Yeah. They, up first and then forward later. I don't know. It's forward. a little hard. But, yeah. The archaeology is funny. We got pictures of the remodel of the front part, but... Uh, as far as I understand, the like deed says that it was built in 1906, and I think that that's the back cottage that I think is more or less the original shape. We've got mm-hmm. some questions about whether they pushed it out a little bit in the front, but then in like you can tell because it looks like my my childhood videos, the same kind of color of the, the photos. Yeah. It's like these photos the from Polaroids. the 70s. They're like Polaroids and po- photos from the 70s of the construction of the front. And for those house. of you who don't know so. what a Polaroid is, <laughs> it's more than a filter on Instagram. Uh, exactly. <laughs> it was a handheld printer. <laughs> it was a handheld it photo literally printer. Was. It kind of was, actually. <laughs> they, they make them Go again. like this, right? Uh, you, you do. Yeah. You do. And it, I mean, everyone uh-huh. did this, but you didn't have yeah. 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 Anyway, now there were Polaroids and old Instamatic pictures, and they were built in like it was probably seventies, eighties, eighties, something like the that. The front part was made. Yeah, yeah. It was an architect that lived, lived there, and so. But we've heard all sorts of wacky stories about the owners from before, because there was also like before that somebody said something about a woman that was a baker or something like that. Two so sisters, like the, two sisters that lived there. There was a bakers, and so that explains the configuration of the kitchen. And oh, nothing explains that. Configuration. <laughs> It's bizarre. It's bizarre. But, but for the most part, the house was empty for about 10 years. Yeah. There were people that lived there sporadically in that 10 year time. But like our uh, the uphill neighbor's dog barks every time we walk past to go to our front door. Like, mm-hmm. and they're like, well, he's not accustomed to having any noise there at all because nobody lived there. <laughs> the, the previous owner was an architect. 
Impact. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah. And yeah, had a studio in yeah. the Valley. Yeah. yeah. That was, was also a quirky building. Yeah. When we first started looking at houses, we were contemplating my business moving to a different building as opposed to working at a home office. And so we were just looking for a property for service design. And we went and looked at his previous studio. And it didn't look like studio. They had it set up like a one bedroom loft situation. But then we decided against that. And about a month later, we're looking at this house that we're in now come to find out that was the same guy's property who had wow. passed away. Mm-hmm. Cause um, the, the studio was in LA Valley. It was like 24th and Douglas roughly. Yeah. 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 It was yeah. cool. I like cool. it. Yeah. It was cool for a studio. It was not because we also looked, cause they were selling the whole building. Yeah, we looked at the whole building, building but yeah. it didn't make sense for us to get. So, but it was kind of random because then we saw this one and then, then you basically stalked the agent at the, at the place. Oh, yeah. I went to every single opening. Every single open house. To, it's like, no, you That's really, how I got really job at Gensler. I called him every single day. So, <laughs> right I'll hire you. Shut up. Leave me alone. Uh, yes. <laughs> right. Here, it's a job. Make him Here's a house. Coming. So um, that listing agent, you know, she she remembered. You know, we went in over asking. It was competitive. But we didn't get countered because we had all, you know, you yeah. working your angle and Britt mm-hmm. and I working our had convinced her, like, you were the entirely yeah. correct purchaser for that property. And it was a quirky property, you know? So yeah. the process is so yeah. funny though. Cause it's like when we sold the 20, the 15th street place and the, yes. like all of the Let's kind of, again, the courtship dances that people do to <sighs> kind of convince you that you're the one. It's like, it's like <laughs> the, the muffins. I've never gotten replacements for those muffins, by the way. <laughs> you're welcome. You. Yeah. It's like, there was, yeah, there was one really cute. They sent a video from this couple, but it was from, the point of view of their dog and like uh it was and your dog people you have a dog yeah, yeah. I mean, it was, it. well it was actually like strangely effective and if the offers had been closer it actually might have worked because <laughs> it's like i'm looking going oh this seems like the people i want but then i looked at the numbers it's like yeah but yeah. you're over here <laughs> and they're over here so it's like there's some fighting over here but um we got yeah it was it, it's just bizarre it's like and i'm not a people person so the, the whole idea of having to do a courtship dance to buy a house it's like it's a transaction you write a check, right? You give them a number and you write a check. But oh, did you know I ended up with some clients from that? People who bid on our house oh, that's right. actually called me to look at other houses with them so that they could determine how to do the interiors. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's awesome, so, Kevin. I'm not surprised. I mean, that... That place showed so beautifully. Yeah. Well, I didn't really do anything to it. <laughs> you knew exactly. You knew exactly who to hire. That's, <laughs> well, that's what was bizarre is because we ended up to show it. We ended up repainting it and having Brett come in and stage it. And I mean, he did a spectacular job. But it was everybody's going, "Oh, this is amazing!" It's like, well, this is actually not Sawyer's design. This is actually. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, no, <laughs> sorry. This is where Sawyer's design would live. Yeah, no, it was like, no, it was, it was it the difference. Good. Well, that, I mean, that's the thing is like your use of color in your places and that kind of thing is, uh, is, is one of those things that I got used to over the course of time and it's beautiful like bright colors and things like that. And like for staging, it's like they staged it for somebody like me that walks in and it's like, I don't want whatever the brown and brown and mustard colored walls. And so I won't buy this house. <laughs> it has to be neutralized. It has to be neutralized bit. a little bit. I think though, we can just speak to this too. I think a lot of times now you see a lot more personality in the staging, at least with yeah. guild. Yeah. Yeah. They, I mean, because it depends on the neighborhood you're in. Yeah. Um, but yes, I think staging has gotten, you know, I think part of that is 
as prices have gone, you know, dramatically mm-hmm. up, you know, kind of just making it look like a home no longer yeah. works, right? Yeah. There has to be a point of view. Yeah. And, um, you know, good stages well, at this point have a, a definitely a style. No, I mean, yeah. that, that definitely Brett, helped with the... <laughs> Brett made it all... He created vignettes. And I'm not saying that the personality of the owner has to be there. You you, know, you don't want you the have to take all of that yeah. away, of yeah. course. But you do have to, like, really bump it up to make yeah. uh, express the personality of the house. Yeah. We got was- so many compliments on the staging in that place. People yeah. were, I mean, I remember one of my friends walked in and she said, Oh my God. Yeah. And she said this, I'll never forget this. She said, this is just sumptuous. Yeah. <laughs> and it was, I mean, yeah. it just kind of made you want to flounce. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And flounce. <laughs> I think what's interesting at least is usually the story of staging is taking something that looks awful and mm-hmm. making it look great. Yeah. And people get that one, right? Mm-hmm. But staging, you had an amazing place yeah. that you made look essentially yeah. perfect. Yeah. And, and it made an enormous difference in yeah. terms of the yeah. final sales price. I mean, you got every dollar you invested in staging times a factor of 20. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, it's fascinating though, because it's it's like, I actually, I mean, the staging was stunning. The before was stunning too. Yeah. It was just yeah. stunning for us yeah. and, and much more kind of, the, much more like you like it or you don't kind of thing. Cause you walk in and it's like, wow. <laughs> so our, our, in our current home, the downhill neighbor is selling and the real estate agent was showing it. And, uh, my junior designer, Bryce Stanek, I have to call him that. I can't <laughs> anyway, he was walking by and he went to the house and, uh, the listing agent there, she was talking to him about us and, he, and she goes, Oh yeah, I know all about them. I remember that they sold this condo on 15th street. They broke all the records, but she like completely knew who we were. <laughs> well, I remember the day we closed that when I put it in the MLS I started getting emails and like one of the agent for the Park Hill place I think you guys Mm -hmm. are friends now he he emailed Mm -hmm. me and all he said was in all capital letters oh my god (laughs) yeah yeah. well that that was like some combination (laughs) of timing I don't know what happened but we had like 25 packets go out 14 offers it was stupid. I knew it was time it was to sell. Stupid. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. I knew it was time you to just sell. Want, you just I wanted a new know. project. This I had no la, idea. La, la. You were both right. Uh-huh. <laughs> I yeah, no but I remember when we, we listed that. it, some people gave yeah. us some flack for where we listed. They were like, do you guys really think you're going to get that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See? <laughs> Well, that's what was funny though. It was like, and then I sold it for eight hundred five thousand dollars, eight hundred thirty-five thousand dollars more, eight hundred, yeah. eight hundred plus thousand dollars over asking, <laughs> yeah. right? It yeah, something like that. I don't remember. I have to go back and look. I, oh, maybe not over asking over what yeah. we paid. Uh, oh, was, oh yeah. Oh, it was over asking. You're right. It was, yeah. way, it was, it was significantly over asking. So, but yeah. I mean, the market was insane. We, so, our first digit started with a one and ended with a two. With a two, yeah. <laughs> there was a long yeah. distance yeah. between those two yeah. numbers. Yeah. I, it's, no, it was, yeah, it was because I think one of the offers was under asking, and so it was kind of like our first offer. Got <laughs> 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 kind of blown well, isn't that cute? Yeah. <laughs> but it was, but I don't think we were we were partially shopping. Because we wanted to 
because it was a good time, but it was also partially just because that house didn't need you to do anything to it, or it didn't. It was kind of done. Kevin was, was like, bored. We moved in. <laughs> well, we moved into a project house. <laughs> but so our current one is. A you, I think the other thing, if, if I'm recalling, was that you also really did want a single family. You yeah. had been mm-hmm. through the joys yes. of, yeah, of TIC and condo mm-hmm. conversion and shared yeah. ownership, yeah. and you know, like mm-hmm. you were on the top floor on your first property. This time you were on the lower floor, mm-hmm. um, and I think what you really wanted was to just not. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was. Yeah. I mean, and in both of those TRCs, we had neighbors that we liked and that kind of thing. So we got lucky from that perspective, but yeah, having a, having a house where we can't hear people is kind of nice. Yeah. It was wearing on us. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is a, and they were all, they, they were fairly respectful about it, but it's just footsteps coming up the stairs and things like that. Just normal living in the city. kind of Yeah. Thing. Tell me so, about it. Yeah. Or somebody has a party and you know, it's the weekend that you want to go to bed early yeah, yeah. and things. But, but I mean, it's, it's, it's still like that in the single family because you're yeah. right up next to somebody else. And, you know, it's urban living. So you're still in San Francisco. We had the, we had the lady behind Literally, us. Literally like we've got yards and yeah. blinds and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we had a, we had a lady behind us on the old house with that, used to yell at us because we would when we would leave the backyard lights on occasionally and they weren't they, it's not like they were floodlights they were the little kind of sconces on either mm-hmm. side of the door they weren't super bright and she would yell and like there was one time that, where my mother was staying so she was actually down in the, the master bedroom and she was out there and she's the neighbor started lecturing her about the porch lights and I'm going hey don't mess with my mama um, and B it's like if you don't like lights you probably shouldn't be living in San Francisco <laughs> Or pull your curtains. (laughs) It's like, seriously? No. The better solution would be for you to change your life. I know. Exactly. It's like, (laughs) even if we turn off the lights, you're still in San Francisco. It's like, if you want dark, you need to live in the country. Seriously. And don't mess with Judy. Exactly. Exactly. It's like... The backyard on that property was interesting just because of the way from your your living room deck it was kind of like there were a bunch of yards you looked out over the yeah, way that yard window. window is, is very rear window yeah, I, I love that, that. <laughs> I did too yeah yeah because yeah. uh, it was not just your yard that you got to appreciate there was like all the trees and the other backyards that mm-hmm. made it just like this big courtyard garden back there yeah it's a very, very San it's Francisco cool. thing it's like those that kind of square of a block with yep. everybody yeah. opening up onto it that's what's weird about our current place is we don't have that um, because we're pushed so far back and we got this and you're on a hill and we're on a hill so. we sold a place in Noe Valley at the dawn of time that on Duncan and there is a landlocked huge it's not like your normal you know however many houses. Extra 20 feet of yard. So everyone has their 100 foot deep lot. And then behind all of them, there's this landlocked gigantic plot of land. And a lot of people like put gates on their fences Mm -hmm. and their kids would go play back there and people planted vegetable gardens. And I mean, I thought, Mm -hmm. God, make it into like the neighborhood community garden. Everyone like plant a tomato. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. Yeah. It's interesting. The the place that we just sold in Mill Valley, um, there's a neighborhood park exactly like that. So oh. and you can only access it from pedestrian path that goes mm-hmm. through that was, you know, this wouldn't work in Mill Valley because it's completely locked by those lots. But in Mill Valley, they had left enough space. So there's a pedestrian path. And then there's just this kind That's of. That's awesome. It's not a mini park. It's, it's you yeah. know, it's, it's decently sized, but it's just, yeah. yeah. There's a little place like that kind of over in, over on Ashbury. It's a little kind of park right above the muni stop. Yeah, yeah, right back there, the the, the, what would that be, the west side of the Sunset Tunnel. Correct. Yeah, that little 
Correct. Same exact same idea. Little, yeah. Cute little park, pedestrian park. So. So if you had to do it all again, would you do it? Which park? <laughs> yeah, the highs, the lows. I think I've gotten more tolerant of it. I mean, that's the funny thing about the, the the first offer where I was freaking out over it, and what what retrospect is just nothing to worry about. <laughs> so I worry about different things yeah. now. But just relax into it. <laughs> and there's nothing you can really do. Just go with the process, and you'll get what you get. And they've been good experiences. They're all learning experiences. But I mean, I've I've liked each of the houses we've been in, and yeah. There are things we would do different in retrospect, but honestly, like the remodel in the first house influenced how I approach conversations with people about the remodel we're doing now. And same thing with the kind of purchase process and that kind of thing. So, so Kevin, will you come back and talk with us sometime about Sawyer's design? I'd love to. So, uh, because I, as a designer, when I first met you long ago in far away, you were doing commercial spaces, uh, graphics and branding for, yeah, interiors. And I think there's actually like a, a ballpark. Uh, you may have some signage you did. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> he hates it when I bring that up. <laughs> See, you didn't bring it up. You're welcome. <laughs> Say hey, sausage specialties. <laughs> at Pat, what is the ballpark? Pack Bell, you're dating yourself. <laughs> it was Pack Bell. It has been Pack Bell Park. And it was Pack Bell Park. Yeah. It was Pack Bell and SBC. And then, yeah. I think it's had three names. That yeah. was well underway when I worked at that uh, office. And, you know, I just had minimal input. But there was, you know, for a first job in San Francisco, that was pretty exciting. And I got to go to the top level of the, um, what do you call that thing? Where the baseball games are? <laughs> <laughs> The sports ball, the sports ball court, sports ball court. Uh, no, before they actually finished the top tier, we could walk out up there. Oh wow! And, That's um, cool. I told my boss at the time, I'm like, oh my god, it's, my, it's what I call a San Francisco moment. It's like, yeah. oh my god, I'm standing yeah. on the roof of the Paco Park at the sports ball park. The sports ball, sports ball court. Oh sorry. Yeah, when Matt goes to baseball games, he talks about, do, are we going to sit on the 50 yard line? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Is it going to be cold enough for ice? Hello. <laughs> yes. I love, I love baseball games because they have food and they have beer. Problem is there's that thing that happens out on the green stuff. <laughs> that is why I love going to Giants games. Uh, yes. Even if you don't even know anything or yes. care about baseball, you will still have a great time at that can, stadium. Yes, I can entertain myself. <laughs> so, yeah. And it's not as yes. cold as Candlestick. And that's how I date myself. <laughs> Yeah, so Sawyer's Design, I would come, love to come back and talk about, <laughs> talk about Sawyer's Design, uh, the environmental graphics and branding in San Francisco and interior design, if you want. You've done some really cool projects, so definitely we will have to have Yeah, you let's do that. Okay, cool. Well, thank you, Pete Thanks, and Kevin, guys. for coming. Mm -hmm. You're Happy welcome. to. Thank you Happy for to. all your great help. Yes. Oscar <laughs> Out Loud is a weekly podcast about San Francisco real estate from the Jackson Fuller team. San Francisco Realtors since 2002. Show notes with links are at jacksonfuller.com.